It's the Sean Pittman Show, where we talk about politics, sports, entertainment, and business. Here is your host, Sean Pittman. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Sean Pittman Show. Please text someone, call someone, let them know that the Sean Pittman Show is about to start right after this. You're listening to the Sean Pittman Show. Welcome back to the Sean Pittman Show. And, of course, we are in September doing our Wonder Women Month and I had to do some Beyonce starting it out today because today is sort of personal. Uh, Wonder Women, well, I have a Wonder Woman. I had to bring uh, Dr. Audra Pittman to the show. Uh, I have to admit, she is my girlfriend, so <laughs> don't don't think it's it, don't think I'm being funny. But there's no way I could do uh, women on the move without recognizing the woman that I see on the move every day. Uh, so I want to welcome Dr. Audra Pittman to the show. Welcome, welcome, and thank you for being here. Hey, Sean. Hey, hey Sean. <laughs> you're so you're so professional. <laughs> welcome to the show, and uh, a lot of people know that you spent quite a bit of time in Tallahassee uh, in the arts community. You were the executive director of the what is referred to affectionately as COCA, but as a Council of Culture and Arts. You spent a lot of time there, about mm-hmm. four years, right. I think. Four years. And we were proud in this community to see you, you know, sort of advance and graduate and, ed- and, and elevate to uh, SCAD Atlanta. Tell us about SCAD Atlanta. What does SCAD mean? Just tell us all about it. Well, Savannah College of Art and Design, also known as SCAD, um, is a global university. It's an art and design university with multiple locations. We have locations in Hong Kong, Lacoste, France, Savannah, Atlanta, and even e-learning. And my task is I'm And you took Atlanta? I took Atlanta. I mean, of all the cities. You could take Hong Kong? Baby, we got married there 10 years ago. (laughs) I think Atlanta's the place to be. Well, listen, I would have been okay with you hanging out (laughs) in Hong Kong. (laughs) But so, yeah, I get to oversee student population, admissions, giving, everything. We have about 2,700 students in Atlanta uh, looking to pursue their creative careers. So Savannah College of Art and Design, and you have a you can see the campus if you're rolling up or down uh, the connector, the connector, uh, right? right midtown. Uh, in Atlanta. And uh, you're commuting back and forth. That's a big, big deal. But to be vice president uh, of this school that I know personally was has been a dream of yours for a while. How does that how does that feel when you got that call? You know, it's totally an honor. And for those who don't know, I did actually work for SCAD at the Savannah campus years ago and I maintained uh, communication with them, stayed in touch. I always believed in the mission and values of SCAD and um, good friends with the president and founder, Paula Wallace. She founded the university 41 years ago. So wow. I think, you know, anything that's founder led, you know, that's still running today is it's impressive. So I learned from her, stayed in touch. Um, it's a dream job. And you mentioned the president, Paula Wallace. I, you know, I remember the first time I met her, you know, you hear and read so much about her and you, you know, and you, you think you're going to meet this person bigger than life. And she's literally just a tiny little lady she's, with a big, big presence. Listen, power and, and small packages. That's what it is. <laughs> that's right. She is. But she is the queen bee. I mean, SCAD, we actually are the bees and she is known affectionately as the queen bee. Well, this is this is boss bee week <laughs> on the Sean <laughs> Pittman show. And, you know, we're doing September, y'all. We are talking to women on the move. Uh, and Audra Pittman is here today, uh, who is the vice president of Savannah College of Art and Design, but formerly of the Council on Culture and Art. 
here in uh, in Tallahassee. So, Audra, for years you were you were sort of the face of arts and culture uh, scene here in Tallahassee and this region. I mean, you spent time in Thomas Thomasville on a museum board, I think. You you did some work with the Gadsden. Art uh, Center. Mm-hmm. Art Center. I mean, now so part of the museum. Yeah. Exactly. So you, so your, your, your face in arts and culture in this region region is is second to none. Um, you oversaw some huge steps for uh, you know forward in this community as it relates to arts. What what accomplishment? Um, I guess I want to ask you what accomplishment are you most proud of during your time here? I think it's just a holistic approach to things. I think it was getting more people who are outside of the arts community, people who thought maybe I'm not involved in arts, I don't go to arts, I don't understand it, educating them and getting them to understand the importance of the arts, the economic uh, aspect of it. And I think, you know, even having, you know, business leaders, uh, county, city officials, everyone realized the economic impact and especially the Office of Economic Vitality. I think with Christina Paredes at the helm, she understands the creative economy and the impact that it makes for our community. Well, and you mentioned the economic aspect of it. And and I, I would always hear you say, you know, even in these development, these big construction projects, that the arts ought to be at the table at the beginning and not at the end. Right. And I, saw, I think we saw that. We saw that um, now with Cascades development. I think, you know, the arts were not an afterthought. I think they understand that if you're going to have a performing arts venue, you need to have the backstage. You need to have the proper venue for people to participate and keep it going. And I think... Um, it also gives a special touch to the community. People don't visit towns to go to chain restaurants. They visit to see what's unique about a community. And I think we're starting to see that with all the murals that are around, businesses that invest in the arts, commission artists for unique pieces. And I think just having people give back and invest in artists, the arts, sponsoring uh, festivals, sponsoring everything that's going on really shows a commitment to the arts in this community. Now, you got your PhD from Florida State University. Um, you studied the arts for a long time, most of your education career. Um, do you think that we utilize the students here, uh, the, the their creative um, juices? Do we utilize it enough here in Tallahassee in this region? I think so. There's always room for improvement, obviously, but I think we're kind of starting to break that town gown relationship with the business college moving towards the Civic Center. And I think you're starting to see pockets kind of move away from the centralized campus and people understanding the importance of investing in your community. A lot of times, and I was guilty of it in grad school, you go to class, you go home. And that's your kind of thing. But I think now people are starting to see the downtown, the midtown, uptown, all these unique, distinct districts and students have an opportunity to get involved. They don't have to wait till they graduate to have opportunities to get back to the community and and, and really enjoy it. And I tell people with Tallahassee, you're two degrees of separation away from anything happening. You don't have to make a major investment to start something, to create something, and you'll get all the support you need. It just seems like with all the students we have here, there's just, it, it, you know, there's there's a lot of free labor out there. <laughs> I hate to say it that way, but a free labor, but creative juices. That, and I keep using juices because, you know, I see it that way. I see that these students really, they're at the point in their lives where they believe anything's possible. And they dream in such a way that for a community like ours, capturing some of those dreams in the especially in the arts and culture just seems to me to be elementary. Right. And I think people need to understand there's no more of that starving artist myth. I think people need to value the arts just like they value someone who insures them, who gives them legal advice, someone who's an accountant. 
artists are trained. They're trained, and if you want something good, you will pay them accordingly. So I think you're starting to see a lot of even artists forming their own LLCs and understanding that there's a business aspect. Just because you love what you do doesn't mean people shouldn't pay you. So I think there are plenty of opportunities to pay people for internships, for uh, painting walls. <laughs> okay, she took away the free I'm labor sorry, part. Ain't no free labor. No, no, it's a profession, and I think people need to value it and and commission local artists when you can. Christmas is coming up. I commission a Kia Z to do a piece that I'm excited about. So always find an opportunity instead of just buying something generic, buy something unique and original. So that's interesting, right? So to think that, you know, there are students out there with a craft and they have products and things that sort of express their their art abilities and their 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 vision that not for free. Not <laughs> it's for, free. for sale. I mean, you can go, go to Railroad <laughs> Square. Another unique aspect of our community is Railroad Square. It's, it's so cool. They have um, vintage items, new items. And, you know, I think when we support more of those kinds of things, uh, people will appreciate it. And students may even stick around if they feel like they have an opportunity. So, Audra, tell us, what, what do you think is the biggest misconception? You know, obviously, I just mentioned one, right? But what's the biggest misconception about art in Tallahassee? I think that people... And maybe in this whole region. I don't know. And maybe in the region. Um, you know, I used to tell people, I think we're the festival capital of the South. We have great weather. We have great parks. Easy to get in and out of. We have about a bajillion hotels at this point. So there's always places to stay. And I think it's great because we're just a short drive from Thomasville, Georgia. Just like people value Savannah and Charleston, we're a short drive from Thomasville. They have a great art scene, too. So I think working together, people will see more if they're willing to explore and venture out and try something new. So you're, you've been in Atlanta long enough now, and you definitely spent a lot of time in Savannah. And not just at the schools, but you've had the opportunity to get involved in the community and the art scene. And how do you compare what what's going on there with sort of what we need to do here in Tallahassee in this region? You know, I think every region really has its own story, its own character. And it's funny, actually, in Atlanta, it's almost an oversaturation. There's so much going on that you might miss something, right? And so I think what I see in Atlanta is people just taking their chance, making their opportunities happen. They're starting an Arts Atlanta. They're starting Instagram, social media, bringing people together. So I think we already have a grasp on that in Tallahassee. It's just a matter of having people talk positively about it, you know, not saying, oh, there's nothing to do. Well, when's the last time you tried something new? When's the last time you went to TallahasseeArts.org and looked at the calendar and saw, wow, there's free events, there's low cost events, there's something coming to town that nobody else across the country has. So I think people need to take advantage of it, share the love so that you kind of stop this perception that, oh, there's nothing to do. Well, you know, I can attest to that just, you know, having, you know, when I got with my girlfriend um, long ago. You know, I was used to the legal things and the political things. I didn't realize that there was a whole new world, whole different world out there of things to do in this region. Totally. And uh, and now I'm sort of filled up with it. Um, (laughs) I'm missing some of it, though, (laughs) uh, because because my girlfriend's not here every day. (laughs) But um, but I, 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 I understand. And it was it's been a personal sort of experience for me. You obviously interact in your current job with a lot of talented students. Um, what's the coolest thing you've seen so far? You know, there's so much cool things. I sit and observe classes all the time, but we have this thing called SCAD Pro partnerships with corporations like Uber Elevate, uh, GE Innovation, and seeing that our students are at the cutting edge of technology and art and design. Um, I don't know if you know, Uber Elevate, they're going to have flying cars come online within like a year. 
And we had some of our SCAD students. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Yes. Yes, sir. Wait a minute. Yeah. The Jetsons. The Jetsons are coming. Okay. <laughs> thank you to some SCAD and, and students. To SCAD. And, right. And so they partnered with Uber Elevate, a whole division of Uber, and looked at user experience, designing the experience when you get on your phone to get up to the helipad, to getting in the car and having no interaction with people. I mean, there's a whole interior design of the cabin. And, and so we have alum working in all these major industries um, that I just, I wasn't even aware of. So augmented reality, virtual reality, film and television, obviously Atlanta being, you know, Hollywood of the right, South. Right, right, right. You know, running into some of your favorite actors around town, Adrian, you know, what was that show? Entourage? Something Everybody, like that. Something yeah. like one of these shows. Anyway. <laughs> well, but, I, yeah. but, but you know, so one of the things I, I think I saw uh, that was very interesting was the fashion show in a parking oh. garage. Yes. <laughs> which I thought was pretty, pretty unique. And the other thing that I think, you know, there's such a, uh, you know, when you get involved and you love something, there, there's such an imprint on your person. And I notice now when you go places and people say, or they see you on Facebook and pe- pictures, they're like, oh, where, where's that outfit from? you like, a student made it. Oh, That's got to so, be pretty oh, cool, it's right? so cool. And I feel like I'm on the fashion floor like every other day, pretty much, seeing the talent come out of there. And these students are working. I mean, they're T- Tanya Sam, she went to Beyonce's mom's wearable art gala and got to wear one of our students' fashions. The student designed a piece for her and her husband. And I'm like, wow, they're just doing it, you know? And they're the cutting edge of fashion. Um, we have a student now who's in a Supima competition. Only seven students across the country were chosen. Wow. I got to see her make a collection. So... I mean, they're always, I'm like, hey, I'm your model. What do you need me to try? What do you need me to wear out? I got events. What's going on? You know, so. and I got to tell y'all, you know, people said that Audra was losing weight at one point, and uh, she has, but you know why she did? So she can wear these clothes that the mannequins oh, have listen, on. Sample sizes. You got to watch the sample eat, size. <laughs> eat healthy now. So Wow. So that, but but that is that is very interesting to be able to say when people ask you to be able to say, oh, you know what? A student made this. Oh, it's, it's one of a kind, especially in Atlanta. You know, when you're facing some stiff competition with, you know, who wore what and what's going to be shown, knowing that you have something that's one of a kind or designed for you or where can I get it? Well, it's professionally done. We have all the professional equipment students need, digital printers, just cutting edge technology. So it's pretty cool to see. Well, you know, do you ever see a linkage between what SCAD is doing and what um, and, and what you learn here in Tallahassee? Anything that they could do together that that they could Listen. take advantage of? of of Audra Pittman being connected to both? Well, I'm forever recruiting students, so (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot of people ask me questions. You know, they talk about our summer programs, but, you know, recently I got a chance to go to Lacoste, France, one of our locations, and they have a program right now for alum. And I'm thinking about all the alum that I know that went to SCAD to take advantage of that. So it's this continuing education and and helping people understand that, you know, just because maybe you majored in one thing and your career led you down this path, you can go back to school. We have a lot of non-traditional students. So getting people to think about the creative careers, interior design, um, you know, whatever it is, there's so many things out there that time's not up yet. Well, if you're just tuning in, this is the Sean Pittman Show, and we've got Dr. Audra Pittman on uh, one of our featured Boss Bees during September month, our Wonder Women Month. And we, we're glad you came. We appreciate it. And, you know, we know you like podcasts and all that, and we, we know you listen to Master of Scale. So we thought we'd end with you with a lightning round. Oh, Lord. Um, uh, so we're going to do that with you and, and you can answer them fast and I'll go to the next question. But let's have a little bit of fun mm-hmm. with this. right? Okay. <laughs> so yes, what's sir. your favorite Beyonce song? Uh, Should have put a ring on it. Single ladies. Uh, I did. Uh, Pop- <laughs> Popeyes or Chick-fil-A? Wendy's. Duh. Uh, that's not the question, but Sorry. OK. Moving what's on. your favorite app? 
Ooh, favorite app, Rent the Runway. <laughs> Just kidding, Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it's not my favorite app. Uh, visual arts or performing arts? All the arts. All the arts. You are really, t- yes. you are really not cooperating yeah, here. Not That's at all. the artist. You. Early bird or night owl? Oh man, I'm like an early bird now. It's you your like kids. both? It's your kids. I know. I don't sleep. <laughs> Team no sleep. Okay. Last movie you saw in a theater? Oh, what did we see? Was it Avengers? One of those Marvel movies. Okay, something oh, for man. the kids. Sorry. All yeah, right. Pretty much. Uh, who wins the college football playoffs this year? Knowles. Knowles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What are you watching on Netflix right now? Baby, Netflix, whatever you're watching, what okay. are we watching? Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm watching Housewives. The heist. Sorry. The Money heist. heist. Is that what we're watching? Money heist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and um, that movie with that show. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, with the people in it and the actors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the one with the people in <laughs> oh the my actors. Gosh, it's yeah, so good. That one. That one. <laughs> totally. Dedicated Survivor. <laughs> totally. All right. You try to be talking funny. about. Anyway, let me get her off this show. Uh, Sean Pittman Show. Thank you all for being with us. Dr. Pittman, thank you. Love you. Uh, everybody, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Sean Pittman Show. It's time for Pittman's Point. Welcome back to the Sean Pittman Show. And I certainly want to thank Dr. Audra Pittman and, uh, Many of you know she's my better half uh, and a good half at that. I thank her for joining us this morning to share some insight into the work that she's doing uh, in arts and culture and and really talking about the culture scene in our region. I get to hear it all the time, so it was great for me to let you hear what I have to hear all the time. And uh, she's just really engaged. And, you know, the thing that comes to me often is what we talked about on the show a little bit, y'all, and that is when you go to these communities and you realize that arts and culture are on the front of design, of building, of construction, and I just hope that we get there here in in this region and in Tallahassee, I mean, especially with the projects that are going on currently at Cascades and uh, some other places in town. Let's put arts first. And, you know, this week, another difficult time where crime, particularly um, a stabbing, took place here in Tallahassee. Um, guys, we gotta we gotta talk about this mental health thing. It is really um, taking us to places that are just so uncomfortable as a great city, great county, great region. The representation across the country. I mean, this story of this stabbing uh, this week was on CNN, on MSNBC, national news. And we got to start dealing with people's mental state and figuring out whether we can get ahead of these issues. I know all of you have something to say about this. Uh, We all do. But if you witness someone who seems like they have an issue, if you see someone who seems like they have a problem, and we all do, reach out, say something, offer to help that person. Because oftentimes it's those who of us who are closest to people that we can that we can have an influence on whether something like that stabbing happens or whether somebody gets that hug they need or gets that attention from a friend they need. And I bring that up knowing that September is National Suicide Prevention Month. And in fact, um, we just finished National Suicide Prevention Week yesterday. Now, I, 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 you guys know we've had our own therapist on the show, Dr. Ken Fowler, uh, from time to time. 
and to talk about mental health, especially in communities of colors. But it bears repeating as we recognize this important month. Everyone is going through something, y'all, as I said a few minutes ago. No matter how strong someone might seem, deep down they may need some help. So the Pittman point today is be a lifeline. Help each other out. If you know someone who is struggling, reach out to help. If nothing else, give them the suicide hotline number. And that number is 888-273-8255. That number again, 888-273-8255. Let's take care of each other, y'all. Evidence shows that providing support services, talking about suicide, talking about mental health, talking about our problems, reducing access to means of self-harm, and following up with loved ones are just a few actions that we all can take to help others. So be a resource, not just this month, but every month. This is the Sean Pittman Show. We'll see you in seven.